God damn it. What happened? This fucking thing is giving me trouble connecting for some godforsaken Mixler reason. Mixler or the other team thing? No, the stream thing. It was working mm. fine yesterday. I fucking hate when it does this shit. To all the Do people on Mixler. No, no, no. Are we live? No, we're still live on Mixler. We're not live on... Okay, uh, on Facebook? Okay. No. Well, Toby, I got it. So I'll definitely be uh, ready to use that because, yeah, man, all, all SoundForge is... SoundForge is really just you put whatever you want and it's there in, like, waveform and you just kind of highlight where you want to chop it and you cut out what you want to sample. What There's no... You can pitch down, yeah. you can do whatever, but everything's by you. Like, you're not, it, there's no uh, automatic quantizing or nothing. So, like, over okay. the years, I've learned to do that all myself. Yeah. And going back and so kind of like. What this will do is it'll time stretch the beat to the BPM you already have in your DAW, bro. Oh, that makes bro. everything easy. Yeah, man. Instead of me trying to work the tempo yeah. around the Yeah. So, the, the issue you were just complaining about, I'm like, bro, this is the perfect fucking thing for it. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like my getting my Owen Wilson on. Okay. okay. Wow. 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 Jeez. I'm with it. How you been, Tobes? Am I delayed, by the way? No, I, your faces, but <laughs> otherwise, your voice, no. Well, my, my voice your is faces. it. That's so funny. Everyone, everyone's on. Um, you guys all turned your videos off. Let me turn mine off anyway. It doesn't matter. I turned mine off because I'm trying to get this thing to work. I might I'm actually need to restart my computer. I'm in indulging. Oh, shit. If you have to restart your computer, let me know right now before I try and go live. Go live? Yeah, because I'm uh, about to go. Well, it's just the delay. In the, this this kind of worries me if it's delayed. Um, I mean, you're answering me immediately speech. right now. Okay. All right. Cool. I guess leave it on. Okay, let's try go. Let's try go live one more time, kids. Jay-Z stuff. My can of P, my stamina B, enough for standing the Amazon Lee, MTV, Jam of the Week, that kind of thing you hit on that beat. Yeah. time-ish. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, man. Are we live? Yeah, we're live, we're live now. All right, all right. All right. I feel, I feel oh, like the people are wondering what's going on, though, because it's a bunch of empty screens. <laughs> no, no, I'm oh, here. That's true. I'm here. Because <laughs> all three of us had our cameras off. <laughs> Just listen to my voice. I'm just blowing foam. That's all. You know what I mean? Chilling. Uh, <laughs> that annoying technology. Oh, Hold on. I'll turn mine on in a sec. Uh, what's yeah, up, I... kids? 
What's up, folks? What's up, peoples of Earth? Oh, we already got people jumping in. I see people on the Mixler. I see people are on Facebook. I see oh people on Twitch. Okay, y'all, y'all okay. like y'all like when we're prompt and on time. We apologize for that. I, you know, I've actually been getting messages from people being like, "Hey, man, y'all starting late," and I'm just like, <laughs> and the fact that people notice we start late is because they're actually paying attention. And I'm always just like, "Oh, okay, now I guess." I Fantastic. Guess we, I guess we yeah, have to actually more, more of that, please. Yeah. We definitely, oh, we, we definitely appreciate it. We definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Yo, keep... my, my, my shirt today is dedicated to Will. Hey, Willard, I got you, bro. Oh, my God. I got you, brother. Wait. Whoever's on the live stream. <laughs> did, did you say you want to buy one? Did you say Willard? Or... Yeah. I, that's his name. It's not Will William? No, it's Will. No, <laughs> it's Willard, bro. I never knew. I mean, I've only ever called him Will Smith. Who's calling this man Willard Smith? Toby? Toby's frozen. <laughs> Toby definitely is. He did say I should probably restart because I feel like I'm frozen. <laughs> and then we did. we told him, now nah, we're going Wait, live. Am I gone or am I back? No, you're, no, you're back, back now. But it was Okay, just... I just turned my video off. I think my video is a problem right now. Oh. Sorry, ladies. You won't be able to so see. I gotta be like a um, one maybe I should have restarted. Yeah, because don't leave me alone. <laughs> I just wanted to, I just I just wanted to show I just wanted to show my uh, my Willard shirt. Um I bought a couple. They're a little big, though. Like, they're large. Man, it's American large is the next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. American sizes are all of us. <laughs> Wait, are you yeah, guys all crazy. for real going to be gone for a while? Because you keep going in and out. <laughs> Who, me? No, your cameras. Y'all keep turning them off. I don't want people to just see me by myself with two big empty screens. I'll <laughs> no, switch I'm it here. To... I'm here. No, I'm, I'm not going there. anywhere. Oh, okay. No, because his camera keeps cutting out. Oh, it My does it. Oh. Yeah. Is there is there an issue with the, the hangs today or something? I don't know. Might Maybe be because I'm, I'm fully here. I'm not cutting. I'm where her. Yeah, like there no, there's no cutting out of my side either. Like ah shit. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe it's the hangs. Hopefully nothing, nothing worse. Come happens, on, but... hangs. Keep it together. <laughs> you it sick together. bastard. Okay, uh, so I didn't. I didn't. I want to kind of. St you want to kind of what? Oh, we lost Toby, man. Yeah. We lost Toby for real now. For real, for real. We did. For real, for real. Oh, well. Well. That well. Toby, it was uh, it was an honor serving with you <laughs> in this, the uh, podcast army. Well, <laughs> okay, I'll be back. Let me restart. Let me restart. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, to those of you who are wondering what's going on, we are uh, in the midst of technical difficulties with regards to the stream, but whatever. We're just going to continue doing the show. And if you guys are just seeing the Geektastic logo right now, it's because uh, I just switched it for a moment so that we can kind of reframe things so that people can see just me and oh, so they can't see me right now no no they can i, I brought it oh, back okay. uh well first things first because i i uh you know right off the top i just found this out maybe half an hour ago uh malik b one of the founding members of the roots passed away at the age of 47 um, that's to do with the cigar all the time though right no 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 that was a bass player um oh. yeah hmm. no uh malik b was uh, one of the rappers oh one of the rappers yeah but one of the founding members i don't think he was still in the group okay um but yeah, he so he passed away at age forty-seven. They didn't uh, ex they didn't state the uh, cause of death yet, but it's a pretty hard day, man. Um, also rough because Biz Marquis has been hospitalized. He's been in the hospital for some time now, uh, a couple days, maybe a week, I think. So that's mm -hmm. pre that's pretty unfortunate too. Uh, you know, hip hop is getting older, which is one of the things that I think we 
we start to realize when we start to see the 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 people in the culture passing away. I mean, forty seven's young, so I won't say that that's necessarily from old age. But Biz is older, maybe has health complication. I don't think it's uh, you know stuff like that. So you know that it, it you can see it. it's kind of crazy that like the the you know the culture is older. Like mm-hmm. I remember when I was at CMJ in New York one year, I got to meet um, some of the guys from. Uh, uh, what should call it? Grand not Grandmaster Flash, not Grandmaster. I got to meet Melly Mel. Yeah, Furious Five. Yeah, I got to meet some of those guys and those guys. Uh, and I like, I was just like, in my head, oh, this dude's older. Like, <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. But you know, oh. like, you know, like the uncles in them who be dressing in zoot suits and vests. Yeah, yeah. Like he showed up like that. Wow. <laughs> Like he, he looked wow. like a cat daddy. You know, like they say the cat daddies. Cat daddy. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah, looked like yeah. a cat daddy without the, the 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 coat. He just had like a vest and like a matching outfit. And Jeez. I was just like, okay, and I, you know, and and no shade, no disrespect or anything. It was just kind of this moment of like, oh, this dude's older because like no one in hip hop culture is dressing like that right now. So you mm-hmm. see him and you're just like, okay, homeboy's older. That that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> But it's just, you know, and that was maybe eight years ago. Right. So when I think about that and I, I think about hip hop culture, like one of the old one of the OGs eight years ago was already appearing much older to me. And then I see someone now and I'm just like, OK, homeboy is quite a bit older. So no, cats is getting old, man, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, and hip hop is. Like I don't even know, man. What do we? What? What? Where is hip hop going now? What do you mean? Who, who you think is the next generation for hip hop? I was. Listening. I'm, not even, I'm not even thinking about that because the way I see it, the next generation of hip hop is none of our business. Oh, interesting. I mean, none of our business in the sense of none of our business, as in guiding them, because we should still help guide them. Right? Not even that. Like, it, to be honest, the ones who have to guide them are the ones who are like way after us. Keep in mind, like, Jay Cole's an OG now, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Kendrick's an OG now, right? Yeah. And them kids are younger than us. Jesus. Drake is 30. I'm 35. So, yeah. yeah. None of our business. Yeah, but did, did did the last did our generation give enough wisdom to the Coles and the and the Drakes and the Kendricks? Three hundred percent. That's why they exist. Mm, okay, we did our part. We're good. I'm worried though. We just got to make sure that we don't turn out to be like uh, Lord Finesse and like all the other angry people. And then we're cool. <laughs> other than that, in terms of influence on the culture, in ter- well, influence on the culture, yes, but in ter- guiding it, yes, to a certain point. But in terms of like wholeheartedly having our foot and body and whole heart, like, no, nah, it's not for us now. Mm, okay, we can I- make our own thing. Oh, we, we can do a derivative of hip hop, but it ain't for us. Oh, Toby's back again. Toby, you keep leaving and coming back in. Everything yeah, here, okay? here, here. Be clear. Is the setup still okay on Facebook? Yeah, you're yeah, at the yeah. bottom. You yeah, good. it worked. All right, cool. Started from the bottom. <laughs> Lord. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Who who passed away? I kind of missed that. Uh, Malik oh, no. B, one of the founding members of uh, the Roots. Oh. Yeah, shit. he was one of the rappers that rapped with uh, Black Thought. How do you how do you pass? They they haven't they haven't given a reason yet. He was 47. Uh, which uh, is, young. yeah, I was saying, I was like, that's pretty young to pass away. And then that led us into the conversation where we're, I was asking like, are, you know, what's the next generation of hip hop supposed to look like? Cause you have uh, people like logic saying he's retiring. You have people, um, 
and any logic should retire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. I, I'm I'm of the mindset and when it comes to hip hop that like what does retirement mean? I'm not gonna you're not not gonna make retirement music. is like things aren't working out right now. People are not like when I'm pushing out right now. Maybe if I take a little step away, yeah, yeah. Semi retire. Exactly. Yeah. I get inspired five years from now and drop something out of the blue and they might be excited to hear it. Then. Every rapper thinks they're Jordan. They all exactly. they retire and come back and then we're like, okay. I've heard this so much. Yeah. Except for the two guys, they don't actually need to retire because check Macklemore. He just dipped. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did, he, did he dip or did we stop checking for him? Bro, what do you mean? He did his one, two albums? Well, no, not one, two albums. He did the underground stuff. Then he did his big one um, with, uh, I'm going to say, please don't. It's not Sweatshop. It's, you know. Oh, so, uh, I think Macklemore is still making music. We're just not hearing about oh, it. Man, I'm telling you, he had a baby around that second album, and he dipped. I don't think he dipped, but like I haven't heard anything. I just Googled Macklemore. Second question people ask is, is Macklemore alive? Oh, That's man. Something. My nigga got his million in dip. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's I used hilarious. to hate on Macklemore, but his timing was perfect. Come in, do your thing, you know. Beat out everybody. Kendrick. It's, Piss it's off possibly. everybody. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. I didn't know he had four albums though. What? <laughs> when? Not what? no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. What's the well, third? Yeah. When did the so, third and fourth so, come out? So since two thousand, he's had one mixtape, three EPs, and four albums. Right, but then the only but we the only album. know about the last two because that's when he got his thrift shop hit. Oh, exactly. okay. Exactly. I thought so you meant he did. had two albums after the ones we know about. Okay. Oh, yeah. actually, I might be lying. Hold on. Let's see his discography. So that album with thrift shop. I don't even know what that is. I'm not going to hate called. on anyone who makes their money and bounces, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, all yeah, you have true. to lose is, like, go out on top. Like, why risk losing more or hindering your image or hurting your image in what way, whatever way? And he kept trying to do the thing with that same producer. And let's be honest, that guy kind of sucked. So. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, Ryan Lewis? Yeah, man. Ryan Lewis kind of sucked. Yeesh. Ryan Lewis I, kind of yeah. I don't I won't necessarily say he sucked. I'll say he's he's not creative. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Yes. Like like Thrift Shop was did he create Thrift Shop? Yeah. I think so, yes. That was probably his most creative beat. He got lucky with that horn sample. He didn't make that. <laughs> oh, of course not. <laughs> but that one that that in itself I'll give to him. But yeah, you're right. I didn't really like that the, is so um, funny. He got lucky with that horn sample. He no, didn't make every, that. Every producer knows that. When you find that one sample, you think to yourself, like, oh shit. Like you know. This is the one. Yeah, yeah you know. You just That's gotta crazy. find the right artist because otherwise that's crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, that's that's one of those things where you you never know exactly what's going to hit. I mean, you know the beat's solid, but again, like you said, you have to find that exact rapper that will fit on that exact beat and release it at that exact time. Because you could have had that song. Yeah. It, it's 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 like the work, the, the person, and the time. And if you can mm-hmm. get those three check marks in a row, you might make some serious bank. Uh, and, and you know, and it, there's no shame in being a one-hit wonder because I'd rather be a one-hit wonder than a no-hit wonder. You know, like I I'd never made anything royalty wonder. Yeah, true exactly. facts. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. whenever someone turns around and samples that song, because you know how it is, people will end Over. up sampling the song itself. He sampled someone, then that song will get sampled. He's gonna make even more money. Yo, I actually. So my boy Sean Miller, I'm sure we all know him. Oh so yeah, Sean. Shout out to Sean. So he put up a quote from Best of Me Part 2 yesterday, and I was like, oh, that's a great sample idea, because I was thinking of revisiting that, not only realizing that it's basically um, make music with your mouth 
uh, Biz, which is a Biz Marquee song, it's like Trackmasters basically just chopped up that beat and made it Best of Me Part 2. Oh, like, damn. Everything from the piano to like the drums to the all sampled. Everything, all of the samples. So it's like if I was to kind of do an ode to and reinterpret it, I would have to like go back to the Biz Marquee one and mm. not the Trackmasters version naturally. Yeah. But it's just funny how that happens. There was what song was it that I, I I remember looking up I found the there's like it was like five generations of samples and influences. It's mm. I know Method Man is in the equation and I know Michael Jackson are in the equation. It's like it's like this song inspired this song and samples this which samples this, which samples this, which led to Method Man doing this song. And I was like, and I remember looking at it and being like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's true, man. And it's It's so crazy when you see stuff like that. Yep. This is why I don't like when people say like rap has changed or it's different. I'm like, yeah, it's always done that. Yeah. It's always changed and grabbed from different things and become something else. And there's so many different like sub genres under rap itself that Oh, I appreciate the new sounds. It, just because I don't like it doesn't mean I don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. I don't think we should be knocking anyone for the sound that's now. You know what I no, mean? No, I mean except for mumble rap. Yeah. I couldn't get past that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it won't you're, be right. Mumble, you're right. That's the thing. But I get it. Yes. Uh, okay. So. So. Th- yeah. That's. That's what I mean. Like you may not like it, but I kind of appreciate it. it's moved away from mumble rap. Yeah. Lot, yeah. Yeah, too, yeah. 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 Right. It, it kind of had a little phase where people just melodically hummed something yeah and if we're being really 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 honest this is america is a mumble rap song it's a, it's on a it's on a type beat no like yes it's on a tight beat but just the way he's saying like this is america you that clearly but don't catch you slipping up like that's mumble that ain't words that's not yeah yeah but i think there's an extremes to mumble there's extremes to mumble right right it wasn't yeah. owed to mumbling i believe yeah, okay. I don't I mean I I would believe it. He's from Atlanta. He <laughs> loves all that kind of music. So true. Yeah. Uh real- actually speaking of retired, he is he retired? I, I saw Lee J mentioned something about he retired as moniker, as childish Gambino moniker. I think I think He's he did retire it. Didn't he say he was he was gonna retire it? He shouldn't. <laughs> In my I mean, opinion. but again, like we were saying, when it comes to this whole retirement thing what's yeah. what does that actually mean right like that's the other yeah. part of it like you say you're retiring it but that just means you're not, you're gonna shelve it while you're figuring out what your next move is is all it is yeah okay so yeah 2017 he actually announced it at a festival governor's ball oh yeah festival. but he's been releasing music under the name still since has yeah. he the the last songs were under childish i don't remember he's released the last album yeah. that was four songs with uh with the red bone that was yeah, the in last march album, quote unquote I think his last album was this year, no? Like March, February, or something. Oh yeah. So yeah, I didn't even listen to that. Uh, I'm he, so behind. Yeah, he just did. He just did a not an album, but he just released tracks. Yeah, and I think it's Donald Glover. I think it was released under Donald Glover, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my bad. Okay, that's different. Yeah. Then. Donald Glover presents. More, and now under Donald, he's just singing all soulful and stuff. Hey, that's that's cool, man. I, I, well, he was kind of. He always was kind of oh. singing. Yeah, real quick before I, I forget, because I, I was so bad at following along with the live comments, I think, last week. Shout-outs to Mark. Shout-outs to Lee J. Shout-outs to 
Uh, oh, no one else wrote hi, but I see other people are watching. Devin, Apologies. Devin's there. Oh, shout out to Devin. Uh, shout out to all you guys who are tuned in and tune in on the weekly. We appreciate you guys. Uh, Devin and um, and 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 crew are going to be on the show next week. Uh, we're going to be doing a conversation with the boys from uh, Geek It Con here in Montreal. So make sure you guys tune in for that next week as well. Um, sure. But yeah. Uh, we, we want to touch on two things real quick. Uh, since we're already talking about hip hop, let's recap for the culture DMX versus Snoop. Um, Yo, okay. This is what I said I wanted to start with before I got all disconnected earlier. Yeah. Um, I take it back. <laughs> I said, so what I said was it's unfair. I think we all went in with the whole, it's unfair. You know, both of them are kind of different lanes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one has a bigger catalog. I don't see how long DMX can last. And it turned out the whole thing wasn't even about that. Mm. Right? Yeah. We were reminded of DMX's greatest hits. Yes. Knowing that Snoops were greater, but the energy, the positivity, their their friendship, which was apparent in this. Yeah. Like made the whole live stream the best. Like I was so happy I saw this live. Is yeah. this your first one? This is the first one I've watched live. Oh, dope. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked I enjoyed it. it. I liked it a lot. I yeah. definitely noticed the the difference since then. It was their first Apple one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I know it was more get along gang. It was nice. <laughs> get it was. What, you, you didn't think their friendship was genuine? No, the friendship is for sure genuine, but yeah. it was more very much like get along gangy versus like. I mean, Jada and and um, Fab are friends. They did a mixtape together, but there was some clear comp in that versus this friendly so competition. Be- yeah, yeah. I think it's just the attitude of these are aging veterans out of the game. You know, there it's a little right. different, probably approach to Jada and Fab, who still feel like they have a leg in the game like that. Mm, yeah, you can right. Yeah, yeah. But at the you end of right. the day. Uh, I, I think that is still an important thing. If you're watching the verses where people who are still actively making music, you get that sense of like, this is an opportunity for me to get my streams up, to get people to check out my new album that's coming out, to get people. Exactly. Whereas like with Snoop and DMX, they don't care about that stuff right now. I mean, it's unless... nostalgia. It's listen to my catalog. And yeah. it's, a, a pre, it's like a tribute yeah. to, to both their 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 history and rap and what they've contributed. Yeah. I mean, this, this, this goes to what, uh, when I had the conversation with Johnny Ty Lotus about, um, Erica Badu and, and Jill Scott, he, you know, him and I were talking about who do you think will win? And, and Jai was just like, no one wins in this. The culture wins. Like it's a matter yeah. of taste at that point. And this is another yeah. thing with DMX and Snoop. I would say it's a matter of taste, but even then they're so different, which is what we said from the get go that it's not even a matter of taste because you either liked the East Coast style of DMX uh, yeah. with the like, what do you think? Like, you know, that kind of like aggressive versus yeah. Snoop, who is very much the laid back, like, like, you Yo, know, toke. I knew, I knew Snoop was smooth, but yeah. this whole thing reminded me just how fucking smooth yeah, man. is, bro. So that was a, it's that, crazy. From the beginning, that one was going to be about taste versus. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I and, and and I wasn't a big X fan growing up. By the way, I, I listened to his music. Oh, I, I obviously X. know the biggest hits, the yeah. biggest songs, and those. You know, I know the songs. I know rap, but yeah. I wasn't. He wasn't like on my list of top artists at the time. Mm. But just being participating in this and listening to the songs he played, it reminded. It's it just brings you back to your feeling and like. I remember when up in here was you know playing on much music 
party yeah. up. I remember there. the first. I remember the first time I saw it. I was on my way out the door, going to a friend's place, and it was like the premiere of the song. And I stayed in the house to watch the premiere <laughs> of the video. You know, that's hilarious. Um, there's, there's, there just that's why I said it's more of a tribute, right? There's yeah. a moment in history. These guys' music at the time, they're like music now is so forgettable. I find. Yeah. Whereas the music from when we grew up, and again, I'm speaking from a mid guy in his mid thirties, a kid in his twenties will probably still remember. Like I was joking around last time, like little Yachty's first song or something. Cause that's the one that marked their time. Right. Yeah. So for us, it was more for that. And the culture does win because we got some backstory into like somehow some songs came to be when you explained the get at me dogs. Yeah. Yeah. That was dope. You know? Yeah. I thought, I just thought for that and they were laughing, having a good time. DMX obviously made a sequel to belly while he was away. Um, <laughs> His stomach was anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" But, oh man, yo, that was rough. I mean, I, I, I'm happy that people did. Like, we people made their little jokes for a minute, but people didn't yeah. stay on it. You know how usually the internet. No, no, no. Takes, it was quick. You could tell that people respect DMX enough to be like, yeah. either they respect him or fear him enough. Because there's a yeah, moment of yeah. like, oh, I'll make that joke about DMX, but then at the end of the day, you're like, but if I ever bumped into DMX. He gonna fuck my ass up, so maybe exactly. I just won't. I won't go too far with this joke. Uh, real yeah, quick, no, exactly. It, Jake, Jake yeah. Grizz wanted to mention mumble rap is old. Uh, is old Chief Keef. He literally mumbled on tracks. It's not about the beats. Um, yes. So that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't. Cool. I, I. I. I have nothing to say about mumble rap because I stopped listening. Hell, I even left the radio station when mumble rap was blowing up. So I'm not the right <laughs> person. That's why you're all stones throw. Not ah yo, I fucking love Stone's Throw. <laughs> I know that's how I categorize you. You're the Mad Lib guy. Yo, any day, all day. What? Nothing that's, wrong with that. That's amazing. Nothing wrong with that. But you're the you know that's your lane, which is way better to me than like straight underground. I hate everything that might have been a pop song. Maybe. Yeah. Them yeah. bother me. Yeah, no, I was never like that. I remember when I went to the radio station, people always thought that I hated pop music because I I was always tell them like, hey, you can't play pop top forty on the radio station. And I would have to explain to them, like, we're a college radio station. It's not even that. It's not like we can't. It's legally we're not allowed to. What, like, well, that too. But at a certain point, if you play too much, they can slap you with, like, restrictions because you're college radio. So you're not allowed to. Like, there's this whole conversation about. Anyways, it's really long. But there's a conversation about your ability to play commercial music uh, and not have to rely on ad revenue versus someone who needs to play commercial music and needs to pull in ad revenue and why right. they get to do that and how it's an unfair advantage for you who doesn't need the ad revenue to be able to play the same music and compete directly against them. Cool. So, because then you can I undercut that. people. Also, on man, I'd rather play different kind of music so exactly. kind of music gets more popular anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's, that's let's redefine popular music. <laughs> that's yo that's a whole my god that is a whole other conversation i've been working 100%. on something for work where i'm supposed to be identifying pop music right now like i have a list of 500 songs that they've asked me to like re like retag in groups for like what what's considered pop and i'm like okay well i mean everything here is pop but it's just that some of it's latin pop and some of it's celtic pop and so I'm like looking at it, trying to figure out, well, what exactly? So then it, I'm supposed to be subcategorizing it as like pop rock versus Celtic classic adult contemporary pop. And I'm like, this thing's driving me nuts, man. Trying to figure out. I'm like, it's all pop. Let's just put it all in pop. Who cares? Anyways. It's what? true. It, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. Pop. What is what? Does it make it easier to find music when you have all these subgenres? 
I don't think so because I, one of the things I have a homie at work that him and I always have these conversations about genres and he regularly says like genre as a concept needs to like get squashed. It, it, we have such weird ideas attached to genres. Um, you know, urban, for example, is one of the worst. I mean, they're doing oh, away with it. Finally. Get me started. Yeah. Let's skip. Yeah, Let's go part. past urban. But then the next one that they should get rid of that I think is international because Ooh. international is usually what they classify or like world beat is what they classify as black music. That's not from like it's urban music. That's not from the States. Because, for example, I was working on something, Rammstein, which is a uh, German rock group, right, that sings in German, right, is not listed as international. <laughs> but Bob Marley, who sings in Patois, which is a form of broken English, I was told to mark as international. Really? And I didn't why? understand why, because reggae is considered international music, but metal is not considered international music, even though. In spite of the, even though American artists sometimes make reggae tracks. Not even just that, the Caribbean is part of the Americas. It's part I of. Mean, the, on top of it. On top of that, you know. So I'm like looking at this, and I, I'm trying to understand. I was just like, I'm not trying to argue with my colleague because my colleague has been working in the industry longer than me and is telling me to just follow industry standards so i'm not mad at them but it's just the it industry standards seems weird to me like why is rammstein who is in german german rock music singing german being classified as metal but not international but i'm yeah. putting bob marley as international and bob marley lived just down the way from us in in geographically that's interesting yeah so that's mm. yeah I mean, obviously, the conversation go a little deeper. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. That's why I, I, but that's that's what I would, you know. And again, I'm not mad at my colleague. It's not like I, you know, that they weren't doing anything negative. It's just, no, we're, we're, it's just, it was such an interesting thing. And I, I at first, I was actually really annoyed with it because I, I was just like, man, international just means black people that aren't in the states. And I was like getting annoyed. But then I realized, like, I'm not gonna take it out on them. This is very much just what the system is. And hopefully we will one day see it change but yeah one of many systems that needs to change yeah Don't i've always think. had it i've always had an issue with people categorizing music period it should, it, you know what we should never have ever gotten to that point it should just be like this person made music yeah go listen go yeah, listen but, to it <laughs> yeah but they did that back in the day when they had to categorize it between white and black music of and course then yeah. it all it all start everything has a negative root yep yeah. yep yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of negative roots, uh, DCAU, stop fucking shit up and bringing back the same damn stories over and over. You're pissed. Did you guys watch the trailer? Your own adventure, Encyclopedia Brown bullshit. Yo, thank you. Did you guys watch the trailer, though? I watched yes. the trailer. The trailer looks dope, but we've seen this exact story already. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what really, is, you know what really yeah. pisses me off? They combined two things. They combined a story that they've already told. In, yes. in the DCEAU animated style or whatever, the under the Red Hood. And they're combining it with the same style of the original comic that the death of Jason Todd is based on, in which people had to call in to decide if he lives or dies. They merged those two together to yeah. do the exact same story a same third thing. time. That's why. why I posted, and uh, when I sent you guys this, I sent you that dialogue between the fans and DC. Yeah. 
Because it's literally the same thing. The fans are going to be asked to kill Jason Todd or save him, and we're all going to say kill him. Yeah. <laughs> all through, every single time. Because I think the Red Robin footage is like the only stuff that's kind of new. Yes, which upset yes, me, it though. Yes, it is. It upset me because Red Robin is Tim Drake's Robin evolution. Because each Robin had a Robin evolution. Dick Grayson yeah. turns into Nightwing. Jason Todd turns into Red Hood. Uh, and Tim Drake turns into Red Robin. Yeah. They each have but their they're, own. they're giving this to Jason. That's what it looks like, and I don't like that. Yeah. Why are you guys... I don't, I don't think they're giving it to Jason. I think, think so much Jason's going to be Robin, but they're going to show Red Robin when Jason comes back back as like the beginning of him being red hood they did a that's, terrible job in the trailer then because it doesn't look that way well, i don't think they want to give it all away but oh okay. from my understanding while when jason todd was just coming back as red hood um tim, tim had already ascended into red robin at that point i think that's cool if that's what they're doing i'm fine with it as long as you don't erase tim drake because nah, tim drake yeah even batman has said tim drake is out of all of the uh, Robins, the best detective he's ever had as a partner. Sure. And, you know, like Nightwing was the most athletic and the most physical, like physical. Uh, Jason Todd was the most aggressive. He had the rage. Tim Drake. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was ahead. just repeating. Tim Drake has always been the best detective. Tim Drake's the one that Batman respected because he figured out that Bruce Wayne was Batman. <laughs> yeah. Damien quickly too, no? Yeah, he figured it out pretty quickly. Sorry, man, yeah. you were saying? Damien just had no he had no choice. Yeah. I mean, Damien is also probably the best trained. He's he's the one that comes in the best trained. Batman didn't have to do anything. It's just like, oh, you've been trained by the League of Assassins. I don't have to teach you shit. Like, I just need to yeah. control that rage because you're similar to Jason Todd, but you have the actual training to be a very dangerous weapon in the streets. AKA sense. Mm. <laughs> he has sense. Yeah. 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 Do you guys think the rest of the DCAU, like this next phase, will be in this interactive format? Just to, just because. So look, they're rehashing <laughs> old stories yet again, right? Yeah. Do you feel like this is how they think they need to make it different in this age, versus telling whole new stories? But who is this for? This is a cheaper way. Who is this yeah. for, though? Yep. True. It's not for us, obviously. You know what? Oh, you know one thing though. the The major advantage to this is it's it. What they're doing here is people are gonna watch to get every single version of the story. Yep. So you're get people are gonna like watch it through where you pick the A option the whole way through. Then they're gonna watch it where you pick the B option the whole way through. Then they're snatch all over again. Yeah, and then they're gonna do the one where you pick what you actually want, and then so you yeah you can have a hundred and fifty different endings, and people are gonna do that the whole way through. But that to me seems like a really cheap way. That's like you know what that is. That's like a website that has a carousel. You know when you get to a website and they have the article, but they don't reveal the full article to you. There's two yeah. versions. There's like at the top. Click the next page to see the next part of the article. Or yep. you could actually scroll down. There's a specific site I'm thinking of, but I'm not going to throw salt. <laughs> I, I, they, you've they know, already. You've already. Yep. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. all know exactly what I'm talking about. But like that, that is such a cheap way to get clicks. And that's the same thing. This is a cheap way to get people to boost your your, your viewer numbers. Like This is going to be on the DC. Uh, yeah, I would what, imagine. What is, DC yeah, Universe. Okay. DC Universe. Yeah. So if they're even going to go this route because to me it's a little confusing as to like how you continue like how you add the the rest of the just the the, the uni DC universe into this format 
Um, I'm guessing. I think I, I'm guessing this is not going to connect to anything because I, I agree with or you. Or if that's what I'm saying. Or if it does, then if and if it's on the app, they actually have data as to oh. how many people pick a certain ending. Interesting. And then take that percentage, the largest percentage, which end whichever ending has the higher percentage, and yeah. use that to build your story. So, so that how, way it's technically kind of new. Yeah. So how um, how elections should actually work? <laughs> so wait, is DC Universe yeah. gonna figure out how to do democracy before countries figure out? That's <laughs> funny. funny. Yo, that's messed that's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, I hope it doesn't connect to any other ones. I think this was an easy one for them to do because they've done it before, right? Yo, the whole Jason so, Todd thing. Yeah. Like, yo, yeah. man, people. I, I remember. When I was younger, when I, I was first reading comic books, the thing was the two characters, three characters you could never bring back, technically four, but people always forget Gwen Stacy. They used to say Uncle Ben, uh, uh, Jason Todd, and Bucky are three characters they should never bring back. No. That's what they used to say. And, I'm, I, I, and they used to say that because each of those characters' deaths essentially created the, the version of the heroes we know today. So obviously for Spider-Man, we know, I would say some people say that Gwen Stacy is actually the, the real one because Gwen Stacy is when Spider-Man realized he needed to be a hero. Everything until that point was him just reacting. Everything after that point was him being like more proactive. Yeah, yeah. The, the, that, that was the close, the first time death was close to home. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Uncle Ben died and that was close, but that was the moment where he's just like, oh, I should be a hero in honor of Uncle Ben. But then exactly. that, like Gwen Stacy was like, I should be a hero for myself now. Yeah, yeah. And then they said Bucky dying is the thing that really pushed Cap to be Cap because he lost his friend and he wanted to honor that friend. And then Jason Todd dying was the thing that always weighed on Bruce. Always. He always, oh. he, he didn't want sidekicks because of it. He was super standoffish and distant. He didn't trust anybody. Every time he built a team, he didn't even want to lead that team. It was just like, listen, if you guys are doing this, like the Outsiders, the original speech of the Outsiders was essentially, y'all can do this, but you could die, and that's not on me. Like that's the he's type a, of he's a glutton for punishment, though. Because yeah. for someone who resists, doesn't want a team, he seems to always want to build. Uh, yeah, a team. yeah. <laughs> man's got issues. Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've had, we've had Jay, that conversation. Jay Gris says, "Why are there three Robins?" By the way. Damien is my favorite, I might add. Oh, there's well, a few more than three. Why there's, three Robins. <laughs> there's, a, there's a few more than three because there's there's Dick Grayson, there's Jason Todd, Tim Drake, Damien, uh, Stephanie Brown yep. did it for a short time. Carrie, uh, yeah. Carrie did it in The Dark Knight. Um, yep. And then who's the other one? Oh, and Duke. Technically, Duke Thomas did it for a short time. Technically. Oh, yeah. I, I don't, don't remember that. Black Robin. Yeah, Black Aaron Robin. Yeah. Dude, yeah, he uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, so I wonder what's gonna happen with this comic. Anyway, book. this anyway, this yeah. this I don't know. This will be interesting anyway. This uh I hope so. We I think we were pretty tired of the way the last one ended. Yes. Um so <laughs> yes, I might stop. I think this is the beginning of me not paying attention anymore. No, the they're losing no, us. Man. I'm with you, Toby. I'm with you. You know, we're the yeah. only people that hated that movie. I don't understand it. I I remember. 
I remember seeing. I'm like, what are you guys? Who the, the Justice League film? You're who? Yeah, mad yeah. people love that movie. Or like, a we're ton. apparently. We're I I I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was great, but remember, I thought it was flawed though. Because remember when we were talking about it, I was just like, why, why did this happen? Why did this happen? Why did this happen? Like, <laughs> yeah, like for me, exactly. it was just like there's a whole bunch of flaws to it. But I also didn't hate it. I, I'm not. I I won't say. I just think it was very flawed storytelling for once. It had its good moments, but. For the kind of what movie did we get before that? The, the oh, two yeah. last two, yeah. the Red Sun, and then there was another one. They were so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they built up to this crescendo and, and yeah. just fell flat. <laughs> just fell flat at the end. You know, the beat dropped That's, and then yeah. just fell off. <laughs> the you expected the beat drop, but there was nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the beat didn't up, drop. Build up, build up. The song just stopped. Yeah. Someone and turned it just off keeps the building sound. Up. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man. Oh man. Um. Yeah, I guess we have a view to right thing. We have a few things. I well, I have one thing that yeah. I can go over real time, real quick. So I don't know if you guys have been uh, hearing about this thing. There's this new BBC series called We Hunt Together, which is coming to Showtime August 9th. I got to uh, see the pilot episode for the through a connect. I have a connect with the BBC stuff, and Sweet. Uh, I I I gotta say, We Hunt Together is. A weird name for a show, and an even weirder show. Uh, a, a, a is it is it vampire based? No, not at all. Is it supernaturally? Not based? at all. It is straight up oh. detective series with some weird dark twist. Uh, I'll read it to you. A gripping okay. twist on a classic cat and mouse story. This British drama series explores the intoxication of sexual attraction and the dangerous power of emotional manipulation as two conflicted detectives track down a pair of deadly killers. What? Okay, so <laughs> real quick, real quick, things that really explores piss the intoxication of sexual attraction and the dangerous power of emotional manipulation. Yeah, check this out. The story is that this, this is like Lauren and Order SVU. <laughs> this girl, <laughs> Freddie Lane, meets uh, a, uh, an Indian, uh, not Indian, what am I saying? African dude named Baba, who was a child soldier who obviously is scarred like this guy has issues she meets this dude she's being assaulted in an alleyway and dude comes out and busts up the dude like he comes out and at like as he's beating the dude the girl's standing there and he's about to kill the dude with a rock and the girl stops him and says nah it's cool don't do it so he's just like you sure and he's like no don't kill him now the cops come, ambulance comes, takes the guy away. The guy's unconscious. The girls, the, the cops are like asking her questions. The girl's just like, no, it's okay. I'm going to stay behind. The girl goes, sees the guy that just did it and the club, tells him to come outside and ask him to dance with her. And ladies and gentlemen, this is where the most manipulative, insane white woman preying on a broken black man thing I've ever oh. seen in my life. Oh, Lord. I have seen this trope done time and time and time and time again. And have you? This British one is messed up. This girl gets this guy to kill somebody. Like, there's some crazy shit going on. And then the thing I find interesting, the way they flip it is the other side on the 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 detective inspector the di whatever as they say in the uk the black dude's in charge and the white girl is his partner slash like she answers to him like 
He's mm-hmm. above her, but he doesn't believe in hierarchy. He's trying to explain to her, like, you know, let's be teams. And she keeps trying to call him sir. And then at one point he says, it's an like, stop calling me sir. That's an order. Like, he starts throwing his weight around to try and make her his equal. They have a weird relationship. They have weird interactions. The girl obviously doesn't feel seem comfortable. But I don't think it's that she's not comfortable with him. I think she's just not comfortable with people. Like, she seems really awkward around people. Uh, for right. those of you who might recognize her, uh, the actress is Eve Miles. She plays um, DS Lola Franks. She was also on the uh, what's that sh- Doctor Who spinoff series that was po- uh, Torchwood, if I'm not mistaken. Or yeah, yeah Torchwood. for the for the like the the Doctor Who geeks out there. So you know, mm-hmm. I watched the first episode because I was just like, you know, me. I'll watch anything. I'll watch the first episode of anything. I mm-hmm. watched it, and until the end. I was just like, maybe there's hope for this black dude, the, the African dude. But you can tell that he is fighting against his reform nature. Like, he's gone through some shit, and he's trying not to be that person anymore. Like, So this one, is on the villain side. Yeah, on the villain side, at one point, they go to the carnival together. She wants him to win her a prize. The, 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 they're at, like, the skeet shooting one where you have to hold a gun. He was an ex- uh, uh, child soldier he does not want to hold the gun you can see he's feeling uncomfortable in the situation she finally convinces him because she's just like i want the biggest one get me the biggest one and i'm like yo you need to just bop her in the head with this gun instead of playing the stupid game with her because she's she's messing with you so he takes the gun and as soon as he takes the gun the, they start cutting to him having flashbacks of being a child soldier and all this stuff and he's and then he hits the targets as if he's just like disassociated and the gun is just an extension of him and you're like yo this is some scary shit i don't like the fact that this dude is black and looks mad aggressive and looks how easy he can fall back into his aggression they are depicting this black man as a full-on monster than this that this white girl seems to have on a leash and that's in the first episode and i feel mad uncomfortable with it i'm is that that's that isn't that the point though yes and I'm I, because that you see the contrast between the good and the evil. But that's the but, thing. The good, yeah, 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 the, yeah. The, the good then has a scene where the guy, which this is, and I agreed with you. I agree with you. There, everything up until that point, I was just like, okay, I get it. Because the the black guy on the good side is this really soft spoken, very intelligent detective. He comes in. He's decidedly would like things to work better together and he's all proper and all that shit. And then homeboy wants to try and explain to the his partner, like, listen, I'm not perfect. She's like, what do you mean? And then he tells her a story about one time where he raged out and destroyed a full room. And like she like he brings her to the garage and he shows her everything's a mess. And she's like, what is this? He's just like, I couldn't find the keys one day and I destroyed this room because I was angry. And I'm like, why? Why are you doubling down on black anger like this? I'm like, I don't well, understand. Yeah, and that, that sounds like a pointless scene to me. Oh, dude, it was. But, I remember like but, I was watching that scene. and I was thinking this is the stupidest thing. I don't see him do this. He's just saying this. This means nothing to me. That garage <laughs> looks like any other garage when someone just doesn't tidy left up. On a cutting room floor Hell, scene. Everything you're saying facts i was watching that scene thinking this is the stupidest way to explain to someone (laughs) that you're not perfect hey look how i broke things that just looks like you you threw things around the room five minutes before you came to get her this is so i was so annoyed with that scene i was like yo you guys are not even trying to make this a good episode and that was the pilot and that's that's that so i'm gonna continue watching because i've had like i've said in the past the pilot episode of a show is always just what they show to the network to try and get it. 
The second yep. episode is usually kind of a repeat, and the third episode is where you get into it. The only difference is in the UK, because they don't have as many episodes, usually they show like it's uh, like the pilot and the sec- second episode kind of jump ahead really quick. So mm. I'm hoping that the second episode is better because I got to tell you guys, I- I- I'm not telling people not to watch this show. It's It launches on August 9th. I want people to make their own opinions. But I'm I'm not confident in it, and usually the Brits bring their A game. So I'm this is one of the first times that I'm like, this isn't good. I'm I'm I haven't watched a British show in a minute and thought I'm not impressed with this. Yeah, actually, I don't it's, think I have either. So especially with I might two black, one. it's two black leads. That's the other thing. Like I know it doesn't have to be a whole race thing, but when you're you know right now with everything going on, we're talking about representation. Don't give you're me like, this, why sh- this show. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Like we want representation, and then you give me this British show where the two black leads are both either hugely manipulated or mm. weirdly, like almost on the spectrum with how they act about their emotional state with regards to their partner. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're trying to do. I don't know what you're trying to depict here. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna skip this one for <laughs> sure. Sounds like a skip. Uh... <laughs> Hundred percent. Sorry, people. I tried. No, that's fine. <laughs> I um, yeah. I don't think I've really watched. I've been just trying to keep up with the shows I am watching versus I used. What I normally do was like show skip. Right? Okay. I'm trying to see one show through to the end, and I think I might stop at the end of or season two of The Protector. <laughs> oh no, really? It's the. Uh, I see where it's going. It's fun. I, again, I still recommend watching it, but okay. I think I'm going to take my time and put it to something, you know, something else after the second season. Yeah um it's just yeah it's it became a little too campy for me but for a lot of people it might be the right level of campy and lightheartedness damn i was so excited after everything you said about it in the the last episode about i I guarantee you'll still like it that's what i'm saying okay but because there are other shows like for example i told you about the leftovers i have like shows that i've always wanted to watch but just never had time oh yeah they require like sitting down and brain power i want to do that with and maybe go back to the protector some other time okay Um, we have a lot of time, but not enough at the same time. Gotta, <laughs> gotta find Guys. ways. And I do not watch things at one point. Guys, join <laughs> me. I've been rewatching episodes of Law and Order, the original Law and Order, at one point seven five because I'm like, I've seen these already. I just need to like, I just want something in the background when, I, and it is wonderful. Some of the, <laughs> dude, you know the the thing they do between scenes that dun 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 dun. That at one point seven five is so weird because it's like. By the time it starts, it's already done. It's like <laughs> terrible. That's crazy, dude. That's insane. Terrible. It's great, man. Watches so much TV. You're okay. That's fine. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. You know what I wanted to watch? Um, how to sell drugs online? Oh, how to sell drugs fast or something online fast? Uh, yeah, online fast. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, wanted yeah. to kind of start that before today's show, but I didn't get a chance. So that that's on my list. Oh uh, no, huh? it, it's a Netflix series. Um, but it, it's obviously from another country, France maybe, Belgium. It's, it's German. German. German? Is it German? Oh my bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's about this dude who decides he wants to start selling drugs. So he mm-hmm. buys the drugs wholesale from. He a wants dealer. to start. Hold on, before you continue. Oh, sorry. The reason he wants to start selling drugs is to win back the love of his life. Oh boy. 
<laughs> so yeah, continue. Okay. The, no, I'm just basing this off the trailer. I didn't see the first season, so oh, okay. Yeah, if you've actually seen it, please fill mm, the people in. I haven't. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. Yeah, but so, I know that that's why he's going into it. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, but I don't know what the story. You know, I don't know the story around it. But I'm like, wait, you want to start selling drugs to win back a girlfriend or a boyfriend? Like, what's <laughs> what's what's really in this? And it's a comedy, right? It's pseudo, because uh, I mean, in that trailer shows you some dark ass scenes, like when the. When the drug dealer shows up and he's just like, uh, where's the money? And he's just like, uh, and then I think they say like something like, well, one of you is going to have to die. And I was like, wait, what is happening? <laughs> like that yeah, shit, shit escalates uh, fast. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I'll give it a chance. German, German move TV shows have been, uh, yeah, actually, honestly, international shows. Netflix has been a pretty good resource. Netflix um, is smart because yeah, ne- really been pretty good at introducing different cultures and, yeah, and yeah. having these pretty good shows that like Dark, for example. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you guys watched that. I did. Yeah. Did you really finish good. the whole series? No, I haven't yet. Okay. I, haven't yet. I finished it. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't yet. Um, another one that's good on Netflix right now since we're giving recommendations. Um, Indian matchmaking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I've been, I've been. Okay, hit us, Skinny. That's my hit, us. Right there. hit us, yeah, because I've been wanting to watch that for a minute, and I, like, it's kind of this weird thing of because we have like, a, I don't know about you guys, but I know someone that ended up doing it. I know someone that was whose family was in the middle know, of doing it. So I'm interested. I mean, hell, I was a victim of one of them, right? Like, I was dating a girl who's who I ended up our relationship ended up ending because her parents did find her a guy in russia that they that she got married to and her and i broke up in like <clears throat> august and she got engaged in december and then got married oh, yeah yeah so you know yeah it's that quick it's that quick yeah. i have a couple friends who and no i'm not knocking it at all because if no, it works no. for you and he seemed pretty happy with it and i'm yeah. sure she, and she looked pretty happy with it too so i don't know like i think with the time it's changed into less of an arranged thing and more as a like hey we found you someone yeah you think are you in you know like still within the culture but yeah. there is an yeah. air of like just try it like give it a shot if it doesn't work for you then okay hell i know a lot in of my, people... in the experience of the people that i've spoken to i'm sure some people don't have a choice maybe yeah um, but i would dare say that yeah. there are some people and again we're three you know, uh, descent yeah, of African, two Caribbean, one descent African. So we're not Indian. We are saying this purely from <laughs> yeah. our relationships with people of South Asian communities. So take everything we say with a grain of salt. But I have friends that have told me that at this point, based on how uh, dating has become, you know, the first episode of this season, we talked about, you know, all the dating apps and social media. Dating has essentially turned into a, a game. I mm-hmm. know people in the South Asian community who've said they would prefer to go the matchmaker route now because they would have a better chance of meeting someone of quality than if they tried to go right. through the uh, the social media app game. Hundred percent. Yeah, Indians have been, like matchmaking has been doing it right before the online thing started. Yeah, yeah, true. Original Tinder. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Skinny, fill us in on the show though. Like, what's 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 it like? What's the story? Are they crazy stories or is it? Uh, okay, well. They have you'd really have to watch it because they really okay. just have like different characters that they try like that one guru tries to match up okay. with people. So they follow this one girl who whose mother's a really big influence on her life mm-hmm. and she's a lawyer. Personally, I feel like she's miserable, but that's like, you know, you have to kind of 
judge yeah. that for yourself. And then they kind of just show you the dates that they go on. Sometimes they last more than one or two dates. And then for whatever reason, like some will break up. I think one couple within the show got actually engaged. Oh. It's only about six or it's only about six or seven episodes. So it's really, really quick. And it follows about three people like mainly. But it's yeah, it's a good quick watch. All right. How yeah. many episodes is it? Toby, it was like, what, eight? Something like that. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Good. Short. Like, you not, wanted more, I, it was done. Yeah, you know me. I watched an episode and I'll probably watch another later. Oh, okay. I've only watched one so far. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because a lot of my brown friends would tell me about like bio data and like being able to see someone's sort of history, but like have a just being able to see what's bio someone's data? credential is it's it's what they call okay hold on let me before I speak, you gotta fucking turn here. but wait wait they they uh, get like a profile on the person yeah oh damn yeah. I didn't know that yep. mm-hmm. it's a thing they damn. got a profile everything date of birth I think I don't know as much information as it can put okay, on there it's like a, it's a resume holy shit I mean I yeah. guess because you don't. Because nowadays they meet, but back in the day, it sometimes they didn't meet, right? That was part of it? Uh, I guess, but that's like that's definitely arranged. Like, you have no choice. Yeah, okay. Mm. Right? Yeah. Uh, when we're talking about that portion. But uh, I oh, think sh- this is a bit more modern in its take, but it's yeah. still got those. Like, So the one I watched, there, there's definitely instances of like misogyny and, and colorism. Oh. Right, even within Indian culture, you know, so yeah. you can you see those things come out in the kind of people they go for and the reasons and stuff like that. So I'm sure the show's panned for that reason. Yeah, but at the same time, it's more than likely forcing introspection on some level as well, right? It's exposing like, hey, this is already happening anyway. We're just showing it to you. Yeah, right. And it's up to the public and the people watching it who either are in the culture or not to go, hey, I'm down with this or I'm not. Is it a good thing or it's not? It's actually again discussion is the biggest thing we've all been living in ignorance for too long yeah so just being open to how different things function elsewhere is a great way to actually start finding common ground amongst each other plus one of the things that i admire about this whole process is the idea of like community like there's a community like you know you're 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 marrying into the community you're already part of the same community like if we did that in north america where it's like oh well you know people who i mean Let's be honest. The Upper West Side of New York, and uh, you know, along Central Park, some of those families—that's essentially arranged, right? Like the parents are have this tax bracket, and those parents have that tax bracket, and they're all going around introducing their kids early on and trying to s- spark some interest. Funny enough, because mm-hmm. I I say that because one of the Law and Order episodes covered that exact thing, where you know, one of the one of the guys was um, one of the girls that ends up dead. You find out she was like dating this guy who lived in on Avenue C in New York and lower Manhattan, but she's an upper West side girl. And in the end you find out that it's the upper West side guy whose family had lost all its money had, who had actually killed her, even though everyone thought it was the, the, the low. low, Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, it just comes down to the person, right? Yeah. Regardless of class, age, set, like it yeah. just comes down to each person is different. You just have to know that person's character. And the person you see in front of you, no matter where they're from, could be evil or good. Yeah. Like, why like are the, we associating characteristics with 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 class? T- t- yeah, you know because, what I mean. Well, oh, we 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 know why because know. the <laughs> the rich write this. The victors write the story. Who are the victors? Yeah. The people with the most money. That's what it is now. Mm-hmm. 
It has nothing mm-hmm. to do. And they're not even the victors. History, you can't erase history anymore. The internet will keep everything that the rich and the police have done from now until eternity, unless they become yep. so rich that they erase the internet, which, <laughs> which is crazy. But who knows? Maybe they will do that. Yep. One day there'll just be an internet blackout and everything we have saved will just disappear. And all of a sudden we'll have to start from scratch trying to keep history again. Until the lion learns to tell his tale, the story of the hunt will always glorify the hunter. That's some deep shit. You said that the other day, right? Where did you, was it you who wrote that the other day? Yeah, Yeah, it was. Cheers. Cheers to that. It's facts. Mm-hmm. Everything you just said is exactly that. If yeah. you're not, if we're not, but social media is allowing the lion to tell the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is what's great about it. It's funny that you say that too, because it makes me think legitimately, of, legit of the lion. Like, remember that hunter dentist guy <laughs> who lost his, who lost the his lion, whole practice. I just see a lion and walking the lion, up to the lion the laptop, lion, yeah. puts his puts his glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Oh, oh, my God. oh man, that dude got his life destroyed by that lion. That Yelp nope. review did not do well, sir. <laughs> Dentist came great. to do my teeth in the jungle. One star shot me with a shotgun. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> fuck. Uh, um, we have a whole bunch of geek news and oh, it didn't play. Oh. Geek news and rumors. Yeah. Uh, Toby, I'll let you lead because you put. Oh, did I put? Oh, one of the first ones I'll say is black sitcoms. Yeah. A whole bunch of black sitcoms are coming to Netflix. Uh, Netflix US, I should say. Um, hopefully they get some licensing deals in Canada going because it would be pretty dope to see some of these. Uh, Moesha comes August 1st. The game August 15th uh, with Sister Sister arriving September 1st. Girlfriends is launching September 11th to mark the 20th anniversary of the premiere. The Parkers uh, and Half and Half and One on One will also come in October. Is it That's wild that right? there before? Wait, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, I know. that Supposedly, because um, I watched the video. I don't know if you guys saw the video that's been going around a little bit on YouTube and on Instagram where they got the stars of all these shows to do a little snippet and say what's, like their thoughts on it. But um, a whole bunch of them were saying, you know, strong back black leads, which is one of the Instagram hashtag collectives from Netflix. It's like a division of Netflix that focuses on black content. Um, they, they were saying that they've had requests for these shows to be on Netflix for years, supposedly like regularly getting requests for all of these shows. So people are really excited and all the shows are being added. And, and I'm yeah. sure if the, and Netflix is smart, right? Because all like Peacock, HBO max, all those guys are launching all these great new apps and all these great new shows. But did any of y'all think of the black community? Didn't happen at all. None of them. Like, everyone's talking about The Office, Friends, blah, 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 That's blah. That's so true. And then in the Once States. I see Baby's Kids on Netflix, bong, I'm happy. Bong. The black yeah, community it, in the States has sway. We've seen what black Twitter can do. We've seen what the Black Lives Matter movement can be. We've seen that the black community in the States has sway. They have power. We have money. We are making moves and all of these streaming apps are going out there making all this wonderful content for everybody, but not a one of them has any of these black shows being pitched and making as much money as 
oh, Seinfeld signed a something something million dollar deal to be streamed on this platform. Friends <laughs> signed over here. What? And why did none of the black shows get any love? Where's the Martins? Where's the, you know? The yes. only show you guys talk about is Fresh Prince. Listen, I got nothing against Willard, but that motherfucker is not the only black man <laughs> on TV. Okay? Fucking. <laughs> I like that you're calling Willard now. <laughs> I didn't even great. know, man. Like I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad those shows are on. Um, like, how could you have people remember something when they're not able to access it? Um, right. So I'm just glad that it won't get just disappear and get lost in the ether. And I want um, I want Malcolm and Eddie. I want like there's a whole bunch of other black shows, shows yeah. that I would mm, love okay. to. And the Jamie Foxx show should ever be on Dude, Netflix. City Guys. All of those. That should be on Netflix. All of those. You know? All of those should yeah. be added. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Hanging Come with on. Mr. Cooper. Well, that that one should probably if anything, I would love to see it on Netflix, but if not, Disney, ABC, that was one That's of your true. shows. Where's, is it on Disney? It's probably on Disney Plus. My wife and kids. I hope so. Uh, yeah, all of those. I hope they already I, are on Disney Plus. You know what? Oh, that's true. You should just do some research. Just freaking pull up a list of black shows and their, their platform and see if they're even on there at all. Just to but, see what, if it's. But like we joke, but I feel like the conversation would have been had if they were. Like, yeah, I feel yeah, like we would true. know because I'm telling you, you know, if my wife and kids was on streaming somewhere. Or Martin yeah. was streaming somewhere, or yep. the Hughleys, Bernie Mac show, all of Bernie those shows. Dude, Bernie oh. Mac show ends up anywhere. We're all gone for a month binging. That's that. crazy. I love that. Everybody show. hates Chris. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh like, wait, wait not, everybody hates yeah. Chris is on Peacock though. I'll, I'll give them that. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it is. All right. A lot of Fox shows aren't on Netflix though. No, but they like should. Family be on matters. Is family matters anywhere? Nope. I don't know. I don't think so. Jeez. Oh, talk no. about a show that had such a huge impact that's that's just not talked about these days. Yeah. Crazy. Man, Different this... world than anywhere. Yeah. Uh, this is this uh, is the one time we need Jaws D because we're naming all I his know. faves. I posted this for him. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know Justice. how much he loves all these shows. Oh, shit. Come save us. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hit hit us, uh, Tobes. What else do we got? All right. So Watchmen. And the Mandalorian all got a ton of Emmy nods. Holy I think shit, deserved, deserved, deservedly so. Yeah. Um, but Watchmen got 26 and Mandalorian got 15. God damn, that's huge. That's massive, considering the content of both. Yeah. And I actually think uh, Mandalorian was, in terms of visually pleasing aesthetically, was far better mm. yeah. um, than Watchmen. But the content of the show and... I guess that's what went in for Watchmen, regardless of the cast. I mean, it's, this is huge for a show like this yeah. to get this many nods over a Star Wars show. Is what yeah. I'm trying to point out here. Um, this is pretty crazy. You guys like you guys like Watchmen? I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I loved yeah, it. Okay. Uh, it sucks right. that HBO reclassified it, but I guess that was a smart move because they had less competition. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. it was originally a series, and then they changed it to limited series because they decided they're not going to do a sequel. Well. More That's the director perfect. said he's not. The director was just like, "I'm not coming back." <laughs> no, I'm yeah. done. I'm yeah. done. And then, but uh, they they don't need to tell this, the same story. They can tell multiple standalone stories. Yeah, uh, drop the mic uh, within, within this universe. Yeah, he really yeah. did. Man, <laughs> um, Umbrella Academy season two, which comes out on Friday, yes. is already going to a near perfect score for season two. Oh fuck, 
man. Really? I'm so excited. I really want to watch it this weekend, but my partner's working, so I can't. And I, I have to wait till Monday, the earliest oh. Monday evening. And it's killing me. But I'm like, okay. That sucks. I mean, I, you know, she's working, so I get it. It's like there's nothing we can do about it. But you have to wait. I know, yeah. I'm no, because I want to watch. <laughs> I do. I want to watch it with her because her and I genuinely loved season one. Like we really okay. both enjoyed it. Um, her and I, because you guys know my partner. She's also a huge geek. You know, do, she's the uh-huh. bigger Doctor Who fan than I am. Um, mm. So you know, whenever there's certain shows that she says she genuinely wants to watch, I'm I'm down to watch them with her. I don't want to like, because you know, the other thing is I I would binge race that. I would sit and watch like seven episodes and then whatever is left the next day (laughs) easy easy without question her and i just did that for a show uh the other day what show did we watch that we oh uh corporate the comedy central series right season three just launched and we hadn't watched season two we watched all of season two in one sitting oh yeah i mean it's sitcom so 20 minute episodes but still Oh, that's quick. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, "Our, you guys were there all day." <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. That was the case. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything further than, "Huh." So, 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 <laughs> um, sometimes I I'm try pumped and... to see season two. I actually forget yeah. how season one ended, so I uh, need a little recap. I, do you want me to say it, or you, you're gonna look it up? No, I, I'll okay. just wait for Netflix. Netflix yeah, usually holds it true, down. True. Uh, true, true, true. When it comes, to, they do the re- you, you. I actually watched the whole recap. They do really good recap. Yes, they do. Yeah. The Before only show where the recap didn't work was Dark. Yes, because yeah. I had coming, to coming. Actually, sorry, <laughs> coming back from to season two. Yes, and seeing the recap in season, I was like, what? What? Yeah, did that? Wait, yeah, how? Dude, <laughs> I had to go back. Yes, dude, one hundred. <laughs> Uh, my partner and I ended up rewatching season one because we yep. tried to watch the recap, couldn't do it, and then just said fuck it and just rewatched the whole season. I went back to episode three of season one and yeah. started from there. Yeah, we could. Yeah, it, we we yeah. were too confused. Um, sticking to Netflix, Witcher. Yep, has a prequel coming. Yeah, already after the first season of this universe has has come out is it too soon i i don't think so i saw that you wrote is it too soon and i was thinking like why strike while the iron's hot man like the witcher franchise because that's the other thing right witcher the franchise that we're seeing on netflix is not based on the game is based on the book series i didn't know that yeah it's based on the book series not the game so as much as people like to see things and like link it to the game and whatnot this is based on the original books, and if there's prequels to the book, well, I mean, they're already written. Why not just like this is one of those IPs where if you have it and you have the money to make shows, why why wait? I mean, strike while the I guess you're fun. right. Yeah, I guess you're right. And at the end of the day, you can also, I mean, this is this is not a bad idea to create a universe within your little right? platform too, of your of your own. You're right. It's, it's all about execution. At yeah, this man. Point, I think. And then if you have any characters that are like immortal or something, they show up on the other show. You just yeah. have people crossing over. Yo, man, there's so much opportunity. So, which is why I compared it to The Walking Dead. Because yeah. a few seasons into The Walking Dead, they started Fear, Fear the, the Walking yeah. Dead, which was sort of right. like a prequel yeah. to kind of exp- see, show you life. Because we kind of, when we jump into The Walking Dead, the, the zombie apocalypse already started. Yeah. yeah. So the, pre- the Fear of the Walking Dead kind of like shows you how some people in a different part of L.A. Yeah. were living before this whole thing went down. And you kind of get to go on that journey. We didn't get to go on with uh, Rick and Rick. 
Rick. There you yeah, go. I was going to no. call him Carl for a second. <laughs> Carl. Uh, <laughs> Carl. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm actually yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for it. I kind of like The Witcher. Yeah, I, I, I did too. Certain things were a little shaky for me. Okay. Um, I didn't like their dragon designs. That threw threw me off oh, a bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was cool, but it could have been better. Um, some of the story was a little slow. Um, hmm. Anyway, don't want to get too into it, but I, I think I'm excited for this too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Let's see here. What oh, was, oh, Tenet. Yes. Okay. You're so moving. we've been talking about Tenet for like three months. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If it's ever going to see a release this no year one, or not. No one so, hates us. So off. So uh, I think pushed three times now. Yeah. Um, J- July, beginning of August. Gonna release, yeah, they're saying it's going to release internationally in August. August 20, uh, let me see what the date is here. August 26th. And then it'll open in select theaters in the U.S. over Labor Day weekend, September 3rd. So, A, first question, is it a good idea? No. And before <laughs> you go into that, Sorry. I want to let you know that they actually, the reason they're releasing it internationally first is because Train to Busan had a sequel. Yeah, Peninsula that was act that's actually been in theaters since July fifteenth and is doing well. It it's in theaters. Yeah, yo, I'm excited for that sequel. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, me too, me too. I was actually gonna look it up afterwards. Yeah, seriously. um, but yeah, so there. I mean, off the success of that, damn it, uh, I think it made twenty million in damn Korea it. since since this one week release. I'm so mad that it's doing well because that it led to them <laughs> doing this. I'm so mad. <laughs> exactly. That is so, so aggravating. They're, they're still waiting for the go ahead in the biggest market, China. Yeah. Um. Obviously, a lot of issues there. Yeah. Um. And you're not allowed to play movies that are longer than two hours in China. Oh, interesting. That's the that's the quota they've set, and there's a bunch of rules, and that was one of them. And obviously, this movie is more than yeah, likely yeah. more than two hours. Nolan, of course. Um, I think it's two and a half from what oh, I shit. last saw. So anyway, I mean, a that's... is it a good idea? Mm. B are you pumped for Train to Busan sequel? Because I am. Yes. And uh, yeah, take it from there. Yeah, I I I, I Tenant again. Very excited for the movie. Uh, you know, Nolan has not let us da- wrong at all so far mm. in his films. Uh, I'm not, I'm, you know, the one movie I haven't seen was, um, not Tenet, uh, Nolan hasn't led us wrong in any of his films. I haven't seen the 1917, I think is the one, the, the most recent war one only because I'm not into war films, but everyone tells me it is not like the other films. It's not just a war film. It's really well shot. I should definitely see it. It's worth watching more about the cinematography and that's what everyone, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Everyone's always telling me that. So I, I'm definitely very much considering because I'm just like, I, I mean, I, I love his movies. So especially Inception was such a great movie and people are, keep hinting that like, this is kind of the same world. This is kind of the same world. So I'm I'm there. I'm ready. But I'm not going to risk my health. I can't. I can't. And I'm sorry. I love, I, you know, I love going to the theater. I Dude, mm. at one point, my scene point card was so high they were begging me to come to the movies. And I was telling them, like, every time I'd get the movie, like, you have 3,800 points. Please use some of them. I'd be like, guys, <laughs> I- I'm saving it for a-, a cold, rainy day where I can just spend and just come in and hang out in a theater all day. I don't know. But, I, I you know, like, I'm down. So uh, That's this, crazy. It makes- I mean, for a movie that's been delayed that many times, because Nolan yeah. is a purist, right? He loves to support yeah, theaters. I, I, I think you were the one who, who mentioned that to me again recently. I respect it, so- too. I respect that. I'm not mad at him for it. But I, honestly, I'm okay with 
so we just saw the deal. I don't know if you put it on our list, but we just saw a deal go down between Universal and AMC. Oh, I Universal didn't, I can to... release a movie in theaters yeah. for three weeks. And then after those three weeks, instead of the normal three month period, they can now release it onto VOD or anything else they want, any other sort of platform they want to put it on or release it on DVD, Blu-ray, whatever it is yeah. after those three weeks. Yeah. Okay. So what I think should happen here with Tenet is something along the same lines of let's restrict how long it's out in select theaters for yeah. make your money. You're going to make in those three weeks and not put people more at risk facts and then put it in your living room. 100%. Uh, Everything yeah. you're saying, 100% agree. That is yeah. probably the safest way to do it because uh, you will make the money. Like you said, I mean, if Peninsula can make 20 million mm -hmm. uh, with a limited release in only the Asian market, in Korea, actually, only by the way. Yo, mm. dude, then they will definitely be able to. <laughs> tenant will make the money. Do it. That's You're what right. I'm yeah. And and yeah. then and then, dude, I will pay. I'm not. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use my sources. I will pay <laughs> to watch Tenant. <laughs> I would too. This yeah. is a movie yeah. I would pay for. Yeah. There's, there's not. There aren't that many quality exact, directors and yeah. movies and stories and original stories at that out there. Yeah. So I, I will support the original stories I always have. Dude, it's I might the ones, you know. I might hook up the extra speakers to my surround sound system. Oh. How much I, would you pay? Up to what are you guys willing to pay? I pay twenty. Okay, yeah, I, I'm about twenty. Uh, twenty twenty five. Yes. Okay. I was gonna say I, I was gonna say twenty five to thirty, but twenty five is a good balance. Pay per view yeah. type shit. Yeah, not two yeah, exactly. thirty, not thirty forty. Yeah, yeah ninety nine. That's all you get from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, but I, I had this fear that if it's released internationally first and like in select oh, theaters, that coming. it will leak. Hundred percent. Um, Come on now, Toby. You you yeah. when you say fear, you mean factually expect a bootleg <laughs> based in reality. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Dude, at one point, I remember at one point Canada was getting movies after uh, all the other countries because the, they they figured out they started tracing some of the bootlegs back to Montreal. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. I don't doubt it. Dude, Montreal, yeah. Montreal is low yeah. key, like black market, back black market heavy. Have man. you guys ever noticed on some of the sources, the global logo all over? Always. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Always. yeah. <laughs> Easy. On everything, arrow, flash, everything. Yes. Always like if you guys are in the States and you watch any of the sources that we may also use on occasion, and you notice a logo in the bottom that says global, that's a Canadian channel. I'm that's just letting y'all know because you guys don't know. You guys are like, what's global? I don't care. Yo, you remember when global popped up? Yo, they took yeah. over. They killed CTV that over. first. They you remember over. the day global popped up and you were just like, what? Yeah, Yo, what is this? Global, global went from fuzzy trying to get it to show up on my antenna to I clicked the channel three and it's there. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. It took up everything. It switched channel three from channel three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All of a sudden, three was twenty-one. Nobody yes, I remember. Nothing, nothing C made sense. CBS uh, yeah. used to be Channel Three, and then got popped over to twenty-one. And Global ended up taking Channel Three, and we we're all like, "What is happening?" MTV used to be Channel Sixteen, and then they switched. It. Oh channel God. Three used to matter back then too, right? Channel Three was the video game yes. channel, so no Black matter what, you have to come back to Global. They made you come. Back. ABC Dude, was like Channel Twenty-two, <laughs> right? It was twenty-two. Yeah. 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 NBC was always travel 22 and never changed. Why did NBC 23? Oh, yes. yeah, 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 moved. Yeah, P PBS 24. Yes, yes, yeah. Why TV was 18? 
And then it got moved yeah. to 28. And then Much Music was like 27. No, Much Music was 30. 35. 35, yes. Music yeah. was 30. 30. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Jesus. Okay, that, look, look, that was that 30, was a straight 32, up. Was thirty two? That's a thirty two with space. Yes, yeah. I was gonna say. I was gonna say space. <laughs> that's yo. If you guys are listening to this right now, this is straight up Montreal <laughs> TV channel geeking out right now. God, like you, funny, you, funny. y'all don't know. Y'all don't know that's these funny. channels. What channel made a jump from forty four to forty six though? Fox. Fox. Yeah. Come on now. Don't don't play. Don't play, Toby. Don't play. Actually, it we all it went from 46 to 44. Yeah, it wasn't backwards the other way around. I love yeah, that. I love that we're, I love that you tested us. And we both got it immediately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, and channel funny. 13 was always CBC. CBC. Yeah, they couldn't yeah, fuck CBC. with CBC. They couldn't fuck yeah. with CBC and CTV. Yeah, channel yeah, 11. 11 and 13. Yeah. yeah, 11 and 13 never changed. Day one. And notice how we're not mentioning any of the French channels. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not doing that. And then the, wait, wait. TQS was five, right? I think. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think over so. It became sixteen. Oh shit! Uh, That's oh, amazing. Man. That's great. Good times. So, like um, years afterwards, my dad would be like, "Yo, put it on news. Put it on channel 3 I'm like, "Yo, dad, that's not yeah, CBS." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, Ten God. years. Man. Speaking of platforms and and watching things on them. Yeah. Uh. Your favorite one. I got things to say. I got things to say. I got <laughs> is th- I Kevin got Hart. I got shit to say. And John Travolta enough to save Quibi right now. No. <laughs> no. I'm looking at so, y'all. So Kevin straight Hart, in the for camera. those listening, has a show on Quibi uh, called Die Hart. Oof. Literally Die Hard, but Die Hart with his last name. And he plays a, a, a exaggerated. As he normally plays, a fictionalized version of himself. Seriously. Um, on a quest to land an action movie role of a lifetime. So he's playing himself as himself trying to get a role yeah. for himself. Yeah. Um, and the whole thing is like him and John Travolta, John Travolta probably looks like a stunt man or yeah. some kind of like teaches you how to weapon wheel, whatever it is. Did you watch the and first Kevin episode? Hart, I didn't watch it for, I didn't I did. watch it yet. I watched the first I episode. I watched and? it. It's not good. Oh, <laughs> it's not good. It's 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 the same usual Kevin Hart being Kevin Hart, but not being Kevin Hart thing. It's the exact. Do you know what the cool is? It funny? Is it? Is it? it well, it was the first. Remember, Quibi's only eleven fine. minute episodes. So, and I only saw the oh first my God, episode. I forgot. Yeah, so it's eleven minutes. You don't oh. get anything. Um, the only cool thing about it is Big Wolf on Campus. Homeboy is in it. The star from Big Wolf on Campus plays his manager. <laughs> I, that show I started watching it and I was just like, hey, yo, where's this kid from? And I started picturing him at Abbott and I was just yeah, like, wait, did he so go to funny. Abbott with me? And I was like, no, he was on the show that was filmed at Abbott. And that's when I looked that's it up. Cool. It was Big Wolf on Campus. That so, is cool. I forgot about that yeah. show. So, that show was wow. hard. Man. Yeah, man, that show was fun. And yeah. it was cool because I like we went to Abbott. So you like walk around campus and then you're like. Oh, they filmed this here and like that there, and it's like that's kind of. That's cool. how I felt about Blue Mountain State was yeah. the same at the time. Yeah. Yep. So wow. it's not good. There's this uh, John Ren- Jean Renault, the actor, it plays yeah. the uh, the French or plays a director. I don't know if he's French. He's huge now, eh? Uh, no. That are you talking about Depardieu? Is it no? I'm talking about the guy who played um, in the Professional. Yeah. Okay, Leon? I mean, I he did gain weight, but I, I he's not huge, huge. Like, we're not <laughs> okay. talking DMX. I'm not trying to be mean DMX, but <laughs> DMX is the scale of someone who went from very slim. Like, DMX yeah. went from skinny to fit to 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 skinny again. 
like yeah, when he got yeah. out. But I think this 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 look we're seeing from him now is usually what you see from people who are recovering from something and just kind of like your body okay. purging and you know the weight gain is something that happens because oh, you, you okay. start to replace it. You saw he was drinking Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah. He's replacing he's replacing it with like sugar. You know he's he's eating a lot of sugar and stuff right now. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway. But yeah, side, side sorry. Story. So Jean Renault is like a director. He's like making a film. Kevin Hart's character wants to be in that film, like you said, the action film. So Renault's just like, but you're not an action star. So he, so he challenges him. He's just like, okay, if you're an action star, I want you to go up onto the roof of that building and I want you to go and jump across to the action star Kevin Hart on the other side. Like you're, th- this is Kevin Hart, the comedian, and you're going to jump across that bridge, that, 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 that building from one building to the other, over the alleyway, and you're going to turn into Kevin Hart action. So Kevin Hart goes up, tries to do the jump, almost dies, catches the ledge, and starts screaming, help. And then the people are filming him, and the girl goes, oh, my God, he's reenacting when he was playing the guy from Ride Along, and he was hot hanging from the roof. That's so oh. funny. And the audience starts laughing because they think he's doing it on purpose, and he's screaming, get me down. Like, and, you, like, yeah. and it's just stuff like that. And then the first okay. episode, I don't want to uh, – I'll spoil the ending. I don't give a fuck. The first episode. This, is, this sounds like cheap laughs. Yeah, dude. Yeah. The first episode ends with him walking in on John Travolta, like doing a scene with two guys. At least you think it's a scene. And then one of the guys turns around and just baps him in the head with a baseball bat. And then that's how it ends. That's All it. Right. Yeah, okay. exactly. You know how you guys just went silent and was like, what? That's how I felt <laughs> when I watched it. I was like, What? Well, I don't. I, expect, I expected more. I expected more from Kevin. I guess with this one, but exactly. it also seems like Quibi came with the bag, and he said, "All right, yeah, Quibi, let Quibi, me, uh, Quibi let came me... with the bag for everyone, and then realized that their 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 coffer was empty, and now they're yeah. like, oops. They didn't hold them to any sort of standards in terms of acting on any of these shows. Nope. Uh man, that sucks. That act- uh, dude, and their numbers I've, were I've, low. They yeah, they said the retention. Forgot about the eleven minute episode thing. Literally yeah. until now. <laughs> yeah, man, it's an eleven minute episode and I, or ten because the 10, yeah. the source where I watched it had a, a, an ad in the middle for some odd reason. But yeah, it was so bad. So that's my two cents, man. Don't do it. Yeah, and the last thing on the list, Matt, um, Arch Enemy. Yeah, with uh, Joe Manganiello. I yeah, no, I think name. you said it perfectly that time. Okay. So he plays a character called Max Fist, who claims to be a hero from another dimension, who fell through time and space to Earth, where he has no powers now. Um, and no one believes the story, obviously, except for this one kid called Hamster, for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. The kid's name is Hamster. Kid named Hamster. Um, and I think, again, cool, interesting new take yeah. on something we already know. Yeah. Okay. I'm you know down. what I mean? That sounds mad. And the dope. trailer trailer looks sick. It looks like it's shot pretty well too. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what platform this will be on. Yeah, I guess I, it's 2021, right? So I don't um, know. Cause it says Legion M. It looks like an independent thing. Yeah. Introducing the world's first fan-owned entertainment company. Legion M works with Hollywood creators to bring boldly boldly original TV and VR content to the market. Hmm. hmm. Okay. That's cool. I mean, 
Yeah. So uh, hold on. I'll post. I've been posting everything we've been talking about in the streaming. I'll oh, dope. post this there dope. as well, so people can see it. I uh, um, I think I, I'm down for it. I'm excited for it. I I I mean, he's a he's great in action. Uh, I think the thing I found the coolest was that when he's shirtless, he's not the same uh, Magic Mike fit like he used to be. <laughs> Who? Um, uh, Joe. In the trailer. Oh. Yeah. He looks. That's, he looks. He, he looks like a strong man. You know how the strong men have muscle, but they also have like mm -hmm. fat over it. Yeah. Not 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 like I'm not talking like the strong men who have like the barrel stomachs, like those guts. Where I'm like, I don't understand what's happening to your body, but but he he, <laughs> he looks a little stockier, and I was just like, okay, like I I I'm not, I don't feel I, I like the idea that there's a superhero from an alternate reality who's not chiseled like our standard Superman. Okay, so that's okay. So this is why I like the protector though. Oh the main, yes, okay. the main guy isn't like super chiseled, ten eight pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just a big guy who does push ups and works out once yeah. in a while, but he's not like super. So, are we moving away? I'm from... down. I'm down for moving away. I think. Right. I know we. I know we. We we joked on Thor a bit because that was obviously <laughs> that was obviously a drastic. That was exaggerated. Yeah, but I mean, if you had Thor turn into. Instead of a beer gut, he turned into like a strong man, like yeah. like a strong man competition type body type. I wouldn't be mad at that depiction of a hero or even if you just had someone who had a bit of a dad bod. Because like not every hero has to look like, you know, Momoa and no. and uh, it takes Cabo. a lot of work. It takes yeah. a lot of work to, to look like that for something you're going to film for two to three months and, and it, it may not be already a part of your life. You know, it's a lot yeah. of work. And you know what really sucks about it? And like, obviously you got paid a lot to do it, but it sucks that because you do that one movie looking that one way, you will forever be compared to looking like that. Like, uh, what's his name uh, from Gladiator? Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe. Yo, dude, they've been hating on that man's body ever since. Every yep. chance they get to put a side-by-side -side of him from Gladiator to now – they just yep. make fun of this dude. And I'm like, why are y'all acting like this? He's not trying to look like the dude from Gladiator anymore. <laughs> also, Gladiator was like, what, 15 years ago? Like, why he, are you? Yeah, he was He was way, you know, like, he got time to work out. Yeah. Maybe life life changes. People's priorities change. You shouldn't dude. shame them for the way they choose to live. After. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I'm, I'm for it. I'm actually for that not being. I've, we've talked about standards and yeah. how people are forced to look a certain way because of what they see on a daily basis. And if you could normalize normal. Yeah, we're we're off to a good, you know. So I I like the approach on the protector, and I like the approach in this movie as well. And I, you know what the crazy thing is, uh, super quick. I think one of the things that will that will help is if you start giving people realistic expectations of what a hero or icons can look like that looks mm -hmm. like something they could actually achieve, as opposed to something that seems impossible to achieve. People might actually want to aim for that more. Like I'm yes. not I'm not the healthiest guy. Uh, exactly. And I'm not the fittest not guy, but when I look at stuff like, you know, Titan games and you see all those super muscular guys and I'm just like, oh, I'll never be that. But then you have that. <laughs> but then you see homeboy that's crunchy strong. I don't know who that guy is who won on the East Coast, but that guy looks like me if he just ate better. And this dude, Wait, who? there's I don't know his name, but there's a dude on Titan games who won the East Coast. He's from the south in the States. He was the Titan for the last two weeks that I saw. I don't know if he's still the Titan, but his whole catchphrase is country strong. He he is not fit. He does not look like a built guy. <laughs> he just looks 
thick. He doesn't look muscular. He just looks thick. But he beat everybody else. Mm. And every time right? I look at that, I'm just like, that inspires me because I'm like, man, if I could just at least look like that or at least get closer to that, because that seems achievable to me. Dude, I'm it's not- all achievable. Yeah. The look that we're used to is all diet. Yeah. You can lift weights. You can work out. I don't want to be the rock. As well all the time. <laughs> you don't need 8 to 10, 12 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Try- no. Yeah. no one I can do it, it too. Yeah. <laughs> I can do it too. I just got to see him. Biking's been helping. So Yo, man, yeah, cycling, him. cycling, dude, cycling's fun, and and it, yeah. you know, and once you toss that helmet on, it'll be even safer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add your country strong. Will Sutton is his name. Yeah, Will Sutton. I'm gonna add him to that list of normalized normal. That's yeah. good. Because you see a picture of him, right? Would you expect this guy to have beaten everybody when you look at the pictures of the other Titans, like? This dude exactly. mopped. This dude mopped the floor Our, with one of them, and I was like, "What the fuck is good?" Like, I remember seeing him do it. And I was like, "Yo, is what is happening right now?" Like, I was shocked. Yeah. So I'm glad. I'm glad our perception is being flipped on its head. Yeah, mm. that's good. Uh, I think that was everything I had on the list. To be honest, did I miss something? Oh yeah, the solo sequel series on D D plus on Disney plus. Is that? I know it was a report or a rumor. I didn't yeah. really look up any other sources. I, Did you? I just looked up where the source that they cited it from. Um, okay. So StarWarsUnity.net is a site that seems to break uh, Star Wars news stuff and digs deep. Um, I only added it because I wanted a little more context about what the, like, what the rumor was. Because some mm-hmm. th- one of the things I always notice about these sites, you know, these like geek news sites is like they will put their own spin on geek news where it's yes. like it's like this is not news anymore. It's an opinion on what the rumor is. And I'm always just like, okay, but what was the original opinion on the rumor? And did your original opinion have any facts to it? So that's what, that's the only reason I looked up uh, star Wars unity. Um, Okay. In the end, the solo sequel thing is a lot of people talking, but I don't think anything is 100% confirmed. But I mean, but, but we've been hearing it come up in the past few yeah. months in the fact that Darth Maul is supposed to be more involved. And then we have this whole issue with Ray Parker. Oh, yeah, Ray we were Park supposed to talk about right that. Now. Right. Darth Maul is in yeah. Solo and he was supposed to come back in some capacity, whether it's a sequel to the movie or yeah. a TV show, depending on which direction you choose to go. And now we have Ray Park, who's been in the news in the past for the past week or so. Um, his Instagram quote unquote, quote unquote yeah, hat, yeah, yeah, allegedly yeah. you don't know at this point. Yeah. And there was an explicit <laughs> photo of him and his wife uh, or ex-wife. I ex-wife. don't remember which one right now. Yeah. Um, where, you know, they're in some explicit sort of position yeah. and people all of a sudden on Twitter were like, Hey, did Ray Park's Instagram get hacked? Like this, this, this on his page. And it got taken down pretty quickly. Um, but we all know when you're dealing with, the Disney Enterprise. Yeah, um, you, know, you got to keep that. You can't. You can't really afford yeah, controversies like this. You got to yeah. keep your shit in check, boy. Yeah. yeah. So I really hope it is a hack, and he can prove it, or it can be proven. Because um, I love the character of Darth Maul. I and love he it too, but Darth Maul pretty well. It. Do we need him? That so? No, you don't. Uh, you yeah. don't need him. Unpop. Like okay. So I was gonna say unpopular opinion, but I, you know, Ray Park, great guy. Yeah, great. But I don't necessarily feel like I need to see him play Maul. I, I wouldn't mind right. someone maybe a little young, especially if you were doing a Maul that is around at the same time as Han Solo in a so solo they film. Have, they have another actor who, if this doesn't work out, they would actually go for. And I don't know if you've Younger? seen. 
Is it? Yeah, younger. Yeah. Uh, Sam Witwer. Well, he's not younger, but he looks younger. <laughs> I think he's like 40 or 40, 40 something. Um, oh, that but dude. He, Sam Witwer, the Canadian actor. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna lie, even him, I don't want. I'm, just, I'm, I, I not but, to be but, mean. I but want he younger. Probably would be fit in. Yeah, you know, he would fit. Is he martial arts trained though? That guy? I don't. I've never. Uh, really... I mean, he's been in. He's been in a lot of roles with that has required some kind of stunting. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, in terms of martial arts, do we really need? So I guess yeah. That, but that's what made. Yeah, that's Wall what I'm saying. That's what made right? Why I still want Ray Park, right? You see what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Or someone who has the same sort of skills as he depicted in that movie. Yeah. yeah so it's a yeah. tough one. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Um, but yeah. Yo, hit us give in me, the comments so if you guys have an idea for who could play a better mall. You know, who who who, who is your favorite action martial arts actor out there these days? And you know, with all the makeup, we don't know what race mall is. So he could be black, small, white, Parker, green. Yeah, you could be, you could look like anybody. So you know, don't limit yourselves, guys. Think outside the standard classic Disney. You know, white walls. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want is them to rely on CG for the moves, no. right? Because yeah. you want that authenticity, and that's why you do want a martial artist in the role who can act. Hell, dude. Right? There's, like, the you, two go hand in hand. You, can act and um, can martial arts and parkour. Add some uh, add some parkour yeah, to that shit. Parkour. Because, like, the well, martial arts would be cool, but if you can add him, like, like parkour fighting martial arts, that's, like... Yeah. Oh, you know who I just thought of that could do Ooh. it? Homeboy Beast from Titans. Beast from Titans. Oh yeah, Garfield, the kid playing Beast. Garth, Beast yeah, he could. Oh really? Uh, dude, once the makeup's on, I'm not. Again, once I don't care what they look like. Put the makeup. We're not going to be able to tell. Honest. Uh, might as well oh, come use on, Brandon Thwaite because he trains. No. Yeah. Nightwing. Yeah, but he. Have you ever seen? Um, What's his name? Ryan. I can't remember his last name now. But have you ever seen that kid? When he, did you see the the trailer, the the clip he did where he wanted to play Robin to Ben Affleck's Batman? Yeah. Oh no. Did you ever see that? Yo, look that up. Yeah, his little audition tape. Yeah, dude, that audition tape is amazing. Yeah. That fighting and everything yeah. he did was badass. You now now throw a bow staff in his hand and tell him it's a lightsaber on both ends. He does the same shit. It's gonna look badass. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm telling true. you, that's put true. throw the makeup on anyone with the skills and the acting chops, and you got it. I mean, okay. If anything, don't let him do the voice though, because he sounds like a five no. year old. But that's, yeah, see, did Ray, Ray Park didn't do the voice either though? No one did the voice. He's never had a live no action speaking role. <laughs> I think that's Sam true. did the voice on the cartoon, but I mean, mm. that's the thing. He no one's ever done a voice for Maul live action. Maul doesn't talk in the other ones, or he says maybe one line at most. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't even remember if I don't think he actually. I think someone else did the voice. Yeah, hundred percent. There you go, yo man. Darth Vader never said a word. James Earl Jones took that one to the hole. There you go. <laughs> Same That's thing. True. Put this little little uh, white Asian kid in the role, and let him kick around with a bow staff, light, and do all the cool little stunt martial arts and the mannerisms and the. The you know slight growl and whatever the fuck you want to do at mall and then toss on some sick ass voice actor bong you're you're sold you got you got yourself a, a Darth Maul. Did you know Michael Jackson was almost Jar Jar Binks? Oh, Lord, 
No. This cannot be how we end <laughs> the show. Please. Michael Jackson also wanted to be Xavier, but that shit's crazy. Let's never. So so the reason I bring it up is because I was listening to uh Ahmad Best, who played Jar Jar Binks. Oh uh, yeah. He was that on a podcast man. recently and he was talking about his experience with like George Lucas and going out to parties, and he told a story about a party he went to. And Michael, it was, oh, it was a Michael Jackson concert. So George Lucas was like, I'm friends with Michael. My kids love him. That's we crazy. go to his concerts. Let's all go. So he brought the cast okay. to yeah, Michael Jackson eh? concert. At the end of the concert, someone comes and gets the cast and say, come behind the, you know, come backstage yeah. and, and hang out with Michael and whatever. And, you know, Michael's talking to everyone and he's nice to everyone. And then George was introducing Ahmad now. And Ahmad goes to shake his, shake his hand and George's like, oh, this is Jar Jar to Michael. Uh-oh. And Ahmad's like, okay, so we all know Michael for talking like this. But the bass. once George said, this is Jar Jar, he said, this is the deepest voice I've ever heard out of Michael. <laughs> Michael <Yeah>. went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was so confused. It's like, why isn't he like, why is he so cold to me? Blah, 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 blah. And then George later tells him that Michael really wanted to play Jar Jar. Why? So the fact... I don't know, but the uh, fact. But remember, they did a movie together back in the day. That was like, yeah, uh, what Captain was it? E- Neo or Captain Neo. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. randomness. Yeah, right. That was George Lucas and him. So that their their friendship. So he thought he, you know, but when George gave it to someone else, and then that person, he introduced him as George. It was almost like, a, like, like you know, it was like a, it was weird. It was weird. <laughs> just hearing it, it made me laugh. And I was just picture Michael in my head going full black. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All There's the bass, him doing that. All the all bass the comes back to the voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, anyway, just thought I'd end up on that. It's funny. Okay, I guess that's a fun. That's actually a fair one to end on because that's actually <laughs> pretty fun. Bad. That's not bad. Willard. Episode's <laughs> called the Willard. Yes, okay. I'm okay with it. And it's a picture of Will. Okay, I'm down. The Willard. Uh, yeah, guys, that's the whole show. I think that's everything. Uh, that was a fun one. Good. Uh, like like I said, next week we'll be on with uh, the the crew from Geek at Con. Um, you guys, both of you aren't here next week. Yeah, I'm away actually okay. on Friday, so. Yeah, um, I'll, but I'll, I'll tune in. And then the week after, I might not be here. Um, so I'll figure out. I might because I I gotta figure out ways that you guys can continue if I'm not here because I might just have to set up stuff and just not be. Uh, Active. Yeah, but uh, that's fine. We'll set it up. Uh, but yeah, that's the whole show, guys. Uh, cool. Peace. Devin, the one show you were going to be here, I'm not going yeah, to yeah. talk to you, but some other time. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll be back with more episodes. Don't go anywhere, you crazy kids. Make sure to check everything out on franklinarmstrong.com. Uh, oh, uh, real quick shout-outs to uh, Justin Ross. I, I, I got to do an interview with Dr. Justin Ross. If you guys want to hear uh, some in-depth uh, analysis of COVID from a doctor who's been working in northern Quebec and keeping an eye on things in New York because he also lives in New York, which is a very interesting juxtaposition of like a major city versus a very uh, secluded area. It's a really interesting conversation. And he also made me not as nervous about the vaccine, which was something that, yeah, that was actually a really, really good talk because I I did not want to get that vaccine. I'm not going to lie to you. I was I was I was tipping onto the anti-vaxxer side for a second, but we had a really good conversation about it. So, yeah, I really was. Um, But, yeah, that's it, guys. That's the whole show. Uh, Peace. Deuces.